0: All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the InterTalk Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Westa. Uh, What a special, fun little event we had today. I am live at Boulevardia. What is Boulevardia? It's a festival of music and beer, uh, hosted by yours truly, Boulevard. Boulevard Beer, Kansas City's favorite. Uh, This is episode 100 and blah, 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 blah. I don't know, I don't even know how many episodes I have. I'm getting close to 200. Uh, today on the podcast we had DJ Ness, a local amazing uh, DJ that hosts a lot of parties at uh, mainly a lot of Latino clubs, she said, and I kind of asked her like if you're looking for some cool Latino places with some amazing DJs, amazing music, I'm sure probably the prettiest people in all of the city, go check her events out. Uh, every Saturday I believe she said at Lotus, uh, listen to the podcast, you get all that information, and then we had, uh, Grimm's Tattoo Museum. Whoa. Whoa. Do you want to talk about some legitimate old school tattoo history? I'm sorry. What what's that, Jess? Shout out to Jess for, uh, helping put this whole podcast stage out. What, what can I do for you,
1: young lady? So, I was just reminding you of the people's names. I didn't know he Oh, know. I got,
0: I got most of these names for the most part, I think. I think now she distracted me. Where was I everybody? Uh, The Grim Tattoo Museum on 39th and Broadway. They were on here. This episode you guys was a good one. Come check it out when you listen to it. Me and my man Wes almost got into a full-blown fist fight about Tupac Shakur and the Thug Life tattoo. I'm not gonna ruin it. Listen to the episode to see what happened uh we might be going to battle one day and then uh lastly we had uh quincy crutchfield who puts on some amazing artist in nightlife events uh he's got a few coming up look for him quincy crutchfield with no vowels on instagram really fun episode i can't thank boulevardia enough for giving me this opportunity to be on the stage and to uh let me pretend that i'm legitimate for uh, a good hour and 10 minutes thanks everybody uh, and again, if you'd like to support me, you can go to patreon.com slash Neanderthal podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you get the video full episodes, and uh, you can go up from there in tears. That's it, everybody. Enjoy the episode. And we out. Welcome to the Talk podcast, We'll no topic is off limits. Now, here's your host, my Daddy, and void the Soul.
2: Thank you for coming today the podcast.
0: Boom, watch boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast stage. Make some noise, Boulevardians! Make some noise, Kansas City! All right. Well, mm. my name is Hartzell Gray. I host the KC Morning Show podcast. This is the podcast stage, and closing us out, night one. I mean, this is, I guess, your main event. Let me do that again. Let me give you. The, let me put that respect on this intro, this is now time for your podcast stage main event of the evening. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, the Neander oh, Talk yeah. podcast. Let's go.
3: Make oh, that's some noise. Your boy.
0: Thank you, All everybody. Right. Thank you, Hartzell. Hartzell in the house, I go back way back. Like he said earlier, I used to be this guy's mailman. Let me take it back. I was this dude's parents' mailman while he <laughs> lived with his parents as an adult Uh, are you still there no you're you're out you're out uh we're talking a little bit behind the scenes me and hartzel is uh the kc morning show with uh him and guest kitty or our co-host kitty Uh, amazing podcast and he's talking behind the scenes about how he's trying to blow up and help out these other podcasters i I i got i got receipts my man i got receipts On the DMs where I've hit this dude up where I'm like, hey, you know me. I hit the KC Morning Show Up podcast on Instagram and said, hey, I used to be this guy's mailman. I love what you're doing. I love your show. Can I get you on my podcast? And you know what he said? What did he say? Nothing. He left me on red. He left me on red. And then I said to him like a couple months later on his Hartzell Instagram and said, Hey, brah, used to be your mailman. Maybe you would like to come on the podcast and, uh, you know, let's rap a little bit about some wrestling. And honestly, Jar Jar Binks was my favorite Klingon. I thought we could talk some cool shit. And then he left me on red again. I feel like one of those dudes that hits those hot chicks up over and over and over every single day. DJ Ness, you know what I'm talking about. How many guys are sliding in your DMs? that you just leave on read? Is it like constant dudes sliding in? They're like, yo, what's up? Good morning. Oh, you're sexy, babe. I bet you, how many DMs do you have filled with dudes (laughs) just saying that every single day, and you never respond?
1: I mean, it happens more often in person. So (laughs) it happens during DJ sets, not during Instagram.
0: (laughs) Real? You just straight distance? They come up straight while you're working, and you're like, "Nah, I ain't got time for you. Leave you on read in real life?
1: Yeah, unless you got a request, you know, song request, you might as well go enjoy the music.
0: <laughs> DJ Ness, we got here at the podcast. She is a obviously a DJ, and from what I know about you, you do like silent, disc, silent DJ or silent discos. Is that what they're called? Do you do that?
1: So tonight, I'm doing a silent disco. I'm actually closing out from nine to eleven with DJ Shepa, um, but I am Casey's um, very own Latina DJ. So I DJ inside of Latin clubs, uh, mainly hip hop as well, and yeah, I've been doing that for about um, four to five years now. So I would say mainly what I do is live music. Forty-five
0: years. She looks like she's twenty-three.
1: <laughs> Forty-five years. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're 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 from here, or you live here, or which, uh
1: Yeah, I'm from Kansas City. I live here. Okay. Um,
0: I know very little about Latin bars and Latin clubs. Like, what were what are some of those names? that people would check out and find you DJing at?
1: Yeah, so the interesting thing about Latin music in Kansas City is that it's been growing um, in these recent years. So Lotus Westport is where I'm usually at Saturday nights. Um, that's a whole Latin club that actually just got established last year. And then Aura on Thursday nights, which oh, I was there last I night. I know that place. Um, that's Latin club. I can't that's afford a Latin it, club. but I know it. Yeah, so it's just different spaces around Kansas City, um, and it's been, it's been progress, you know? We didn't have any Latin clubs five years ago, and now we have a variety of them all over the city.
0: Nice, I love that. And then we got Quincy Crutchfield, and what's yep. your main thing, the uh, nightlife, KC Nightlife? What it's is KC
4: Night Market. KC so Night Market. Yeah, what,
0: a- what you got going on there?
4: So it's basically a vendor's market. We have about 60 vendors. Um,
0: you might need to right get now, more of that Is this mic good? Every couple months.
4: Every couple months. Oh, we've done it, it every is. couple Listen months. Listen to
0: that. Don't, do not deprive mm-hmm. these fine Kansas City that sexy voice. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, baby.
4: <laughs> so yeah, our next one is July 14th. That's our fifth one. Um, Crossroads Hotel. We take over the whole entire bottom floor of the hotel all the way back into the ballroom. Theme drinks. What, um, what are
0: you doing? You say you're taking over the hotel, but yeah, I don't so know what you're taking it over with. Like, what so do you, we bring what do you in,
4: uh, like, I think last time we had 63 vendors. Um, everybody sets up their own little pop-up shop with their own aesthetic all the way throughout. Um, and then.
0: Like art, clothes. Yeah. So it's, it's basically. Like a, what kind of vendors are, are we looking, everybody, looking for? Like everybody. Like, a lot
4: of the vendors that are here today, actually. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So we. Uh, everybody comes in. It's kind of like a nightlife meet shopping event. So we have the drinks. We have two DJs. Uh, it's just a good time. Free to get in. Come shop Ooh, with local vendors and just have a good time. Yeah.
0: Free to get in the Crossroads Hotel, everybody. And listen, I was checking out your Instagram, okay. of course. I did very minimal research on all of you guys. I'm sorry, but I love the characters we have. You guys are all amazing. I want 45 minutes or more with each one of you. But So I'm looking at uh, Quincy Crutchfield's Instagram and the KC Nightlife Instagram. That looks like a damn good time with nothing but beautiful people. Thank you. Like, Thank when you. I get there, am I going to get kicked out? Like, you don't meet the good-looking requirement? We're going to?
4: Uh. No, you, you meet the requirements. Man, Everybody meets the requirements. because there's some
0: dime pieces up in there. Single dudes and ladies go up in there and, like, come on, buy a t-shirt. Please. Buy a drink. You got music going on we there? Yeah, got music.
4: Two DJs, yeah.
0: Do, you yeah. got DJ Ness up there?
4: We haven't as of yet.
0: How about, how about we We're set that? On let's it. go. going yeah. Let's fucking go. And then when we first started, you said you've got some tattoos that you just got with my gentleman over here with uh Grim's tattoo. tattoo. Yep. Where's a who and we got Wes and uh, I That's right. This is Dave I don't Gannon. I don't even I've, he told me his name earlier and I've had a few drinks. I have forgotten. But
2: yeah. <laughs> this is Dave we, we already know
0: who he is, right? Who does he look like? I'm not going to say that.
3: You, why not? <laughs> you know, post Malone. Nah, no. You don't want to. No go one there. likes to be told they look like anybody. And your mic Post Malone working. looks like you. Yeah, well, for sure, because I'm way older than that <laughs> dude. And, like, I'm no, that dude looks like, like him.
2: That dude is a character, <laughs> yeah. and uh, this is the real
0: thing. That's what I'm saying. He's the first yeah. one. I like your art a lot that more than That dude looks, looks like Dave. Dave
2: uh, don't look like that dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, Post yeah. Malone looks Let, like they Tell Dave.
2: me I look like the guy from uh, Breaking Bad.
0: No way. Wait, wait. Like, you, you look like the guy on Breaking Bad that did all of his product. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has a little bit of muscles on him. Man. You gotta, you
2: I'm like, he don't look like me. You do look like a little bit of a biker. I, I don't look like him. He looks like me. I'm, this is what I look like. Are you older than him? I, I don't know. I don't Uh-oh. know what the hell it we gotta is. toss up
3: here. <laughs> the man wears a black hat. This guy's I'm older spoil.
2: than I look. You're,
0: uh, Wes Grimm, <laughs> your great grandfather was a tattoo artist. Yeah,
2: that's right. Uh, Bert Grimm? Bert and Grimm? my great grandfather uh, taught my grandfather how to tattoo, and my grandfather brought it to me.
0: How long has tattooing been in Western culture like that?
2: Uh, well, uh, well, we've been using electric machines for a little over a hundred years. There, there's been several. Uh, there been, really been hundred years of electronic tattooing. There's been several renaissances. Uh, what was the first tattoo, tattoo
0: gun like? Did you ever see those? It experiments? was a rotary.
2: Uh, Thomas Edison invented. it. I was
0: gonna say, do you ever see the experiments back then when Edison was was fucking around with the electricity? Edison and invented it. And they would throw. It, yes. They would electrocute. Full live elephants, but so anyway,
2: my uh, great grandfather taught my grandfather (laughs) to tattoo, and my grandfather brought it to me. So what we're bringing is what we can bring is a tattoo culture, and not just oh we learned how to tattoo online. Uh, Let's make an appointment next month to get a a a consultation, so we can make you a drawing and get you a tattoo three months from now. What we're bringing is what whoa, my whoa, great whoa. grandfather brung when he learned how to tattoo was circuses and wild west shows, and he brought that to my grandfather, and my grandfather were, uh, tattooed bikers, and uh, motorcycle shows, rallies, races. That's how I entered into <laughs> I it. I
0: feel like you got a little bit of contention there. I got a
2: story I like to get out. And <laughs> so, right, and go, then I'm now, not going to
0: stop you. I don't think anybody now, can stop this guy. Now Let's we have on. a
2: lot of people that can <laughs> tattoo beautifully, but they. They don't bring the culture that we bring, and th- that's what I'm doing. I'm bringing the culture, yeah. and we recently we opened a, a, t- a certified tattoo museum. So
0: the culture of mm. like walk in, pick something off the wall, flash yeah. art. It's let me throw something on you yeah. real quick. Street as tattoo. part of like
2: street tattoo or carnival tattoo. Yeah. Do
0: you understand the argument on why someone who's gonna get tattooed that might go through that kind of
2: it, and now, how most, check this out. Hold on, this no, just came to me. No, it's the most psychologically satisfying. What most people want a tattoo? They want a tattoo right fucking now. You're right they don't about want a that. A lot of people a do. A month from now, they don't okay. want to make an appointment. Some of personality wait. types like They're that. They want to come in there and wait till it's their turn and get a tattoo. Okay. And we bring that. That's what great grandpa brought to us.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: we can do that. I'm and gonna- it's the hardest thing. It's the hardest way to tattoo there is because the customer's sitting right there breathing down your neck. And you have to take their dream and make it into a tattoo that they can walk out the door with.
3: In like 15 minutes. Oh, he ain't walking
0: out after he's got five <laughs> <laughs> minutes of needle in him. is he? He's yeah, like, so I committed now.
2: It's extremely challenging. All right, well, check this out. But that's Wes, what we I bring. I, it's a culture I, that my right, great well, I Well,
0: I'm going to say something, and it might make you upset, but if you think about it, listen you to can't it. You can upset me. All right. So you've got this tattoo culture. It's old school. I'm coming in. You're throwing some shit on me real quick. It's super hard. But now these new people are coming in. I got and, you. And, for the most part, I'm, tr- I'm breaking we it down in simplistic an end result. terms. If
2: you walk in there with with or without an idea you want, you, you can you. still walk out with a tattoo today.
0: But then you got the other guy that's here's this dude that's booked out for six months. He's $1,800 for the day or whatever. That's cool as and fuck. I totally to him support for a few days. that. But so the thing is. That in your yeah, eyes you is know, almost an anti-culture. That's like the anti-tac-two no, culture. Cool. No, so here's shouldn't that about be like tattooing. the new badass culture because yeah. it's the anti-culture? No, here, here's you another see how thing meta about that
2: is? tattooing that you have it. to understand: is if you put a stick in the ground and say, "I will not be moved from here," well, it you're, it, it's just going to go by you. The whole thing is, you're just going to be way back there. You it's know, going by. Well, there, There's to all kinds of stuff. Bring us around new. to so Quincy went there man. recently
0: we, un, there. unbeknownst to him that he was going to be on this podcast with you guys and he just got some tattoos done by it, and let can we can we take a gander? <laughs> he like he went <laughs> there without even <laughs> knowing. <laughs>
4: but um there's I literally got him on. Oh. Uh, <laughs> li- literally I went in on so I went in Monday night. And it was it was late, so they couldn't get us in on a
0: Imagine. walk-in, right? Yep. You just had to have one, just like he said. Yep. He knows what's up.
4: So, I was like, "Well, I'm going over lunch the next day." So walked in, um, knew what I wanted when I went in, and they were like, "Yeah, we can do it for you." Got me knocked out in like 45 minutes, and then
2: there's yep. another thing we bring. Yeah, yeah. Kansas City, Po' Town, the whole thing dries up, closes up. They close the sidewalks down at nine o'clock, right? No. This is an entertainment town, man. We want to be fucking entertained. We want to be able to walk in a tattoo shop at 10 o'clock at night and be, and know there's a place we can go and get a tattoo at 10 o'clock at night. That makes Kansas City a metropolitan place. How late place. are you guys open to? We bring it. How late you know is Grim, I mean? grim so Tattoo? It's noon to midnight noon every to midnight? day.
3: The museum is ten to seven, so we also cover the early. And we well. opened a museum so right around the corner, which is very interesting—a
0: tattoo museum. That's right. And I saw that your shirts over there are selling different designs. Are all those designs have a historical story behind them?
2: Yeah, they're my great grandfather's designs. Uh huh. That's the line we we developed. It is it's uh, like those?
0: Have you ever seen those Roots of Fight shirts? It's great-grandfather's tattoo it's designs. of like what these they're, are. They're hey, fairly simple. over me. This guy should have his own podcast. Wes, you should have your own podcast. <laughs> Grimm's Museum Podcast. They're telling me that all the time. I ain't got time, man. There's you so got much time. Shit going I, you on you, you could just it. do it inside the podcast studio. Just let it rip. It would work. Are you guys podcast fans? Anybody here podcast fans of any? What I, do you guys they listen had to? to? They, told oh, me was,
2: they told me I was going to be on a podcast, and they had to explain to me what a podcast was. <laughs>
0: I it's a radio show, I don't but I am still not sure not. what I'm doing here in the sun, <laughs> explaining myself. Oh. <laughs> well, how dare you? I don't think he's having fun, Quincy. Yeah,
2: I, don't is, I am th- having fun. Okay. So yes. That's why I'm here, really. All right. Good does work. everybody I'm here, uh,
0: DJ Ness, where did you come up with your name? Vanessa? Is that your name?
1: Yeah. So my oh my God! I have
0: no research. I did absolutely no research on <laughs> you. I Just guessed that out of nowhere.
1: My name is Vanessa. <laughs> yes. um, that actually flies by a lot of people. So okay. good for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I got to pat myself on the back. Somebody has to.
1: But I always tell people, don't forget the dollar sign, dollar sign. So it's Ness, dollar sign, dollar sign. Um, because we're all about that money, right? We're about that getting that green. So I like to incorporate that into my name.
0: When it comes to DJing, are you like making your? Are you taking? Uh, like beats from one song and lyrics from another song and mashing them together or making your own like creating your own music with other people's music like What can you kind of explain to like what your style of DJing is and what DJing means to you?
1: Yeah, so I think for the most part, it's the fact that you can read a room That's the most important thing for me, right? So Whatever room I'm placed in, I try to look at the people and I try to decipher what would that person like to listen to right now. Um, just how any one of us would like to walk into a club or a bar and say, oh, that's my song. Like, how did they know they were, you know, that, that was my song. How did they know that was my jam? That's, that. I think that's what DJing is, is trying to figure out the vibe of the crowd, the vibe of the people and matching that and meeting that for anyone. So um, my variety of music goes from Afro beats, Latin, hip hop, R&B, Reggaeton, um, salsa, everything, you know, and I think that's that's the most important part.
0: So he's just basically going on Spotify and creating a playlist and hitting and play?
1: No, no, don't say Spotify. Not. Don't say Spotify because DJs are paid way more <laughs> to just sit there and do a Spotify playlist. Um, right. What's
0: up, so what I'm not disrespecting I'm just kind of putting it out there yeah, for fun. Yeah, yeah. But what does separate a legit, real DJ like yourself that's putting real shit together than just some dude that's like, eh, like I'm going to play... Uh, FKJ radio on Spotify, yeah. play that Siri. So just I'm, I'm going to be honest,
1: that. and I feel like there's a lot of DJs. We don't come to the club, we don't come to the bar with a set. We come with the preferred list of songs, but we're not like, I'm going to play this and then this and then this, right? I show up and I'm like, what are we vibing with tonight? What's the what's the vibe? And then from there, we kind of just fill out the night. Um, obviously, mixing goes a lot more, but I think another part of being a DJ is Bring the energy, right? So last night I was at Aura, I was at the club. Um, once it hits midnight and everybody has a few shots in, everybody has a few drinks in, everybody's like, yeah, let's go. And so that's my favorite part, right? It's like being able to grab the bottle, get on the mic, talk shit, jump up and down yeah. and vibe with the crowd. Like that's the favorite part of any, any like big event. And that's what people look for. That's honestly what they look for. Anybody can get up on a stage, put on a good playlist, vibe with the crowd, cool. But then it takes a certain DJ to get up there and match the energy of the crowd.
0: Hell yeah. Quincy, you find the same thing? Like, what do you do to get the energy flowing when you're putting on, when you're night vending spots? Like, like what is the goal of a good night for what you're doing?
4: So I think for me, uh, I played basketball. So it's kind of like a sports mentality, right? Can you dunk? Now? Yeah. Probably not. How old are you? How old am I? 42.
0: And you can't dunk? Can you dunk? Yes. Right now? Not on a ten-foot rim. Oh
4: well. (laughs) Uh, In high
0: school, I could. Can you believe that?
4: Okay. Uh, So for me, it's like the the. the I bet I
0: can get the rim though.
4: Just kind (laughs) of. We'll we'll
0: see. We'll see. You want to put some money on it? I think I can get it. Okay. Let's do it. So it's kind of like. Thank you. I want Thank everybody's you. money on Quincy. That way all the odds are against me, and I can bet a lot and win it all when I grab that fucking rim, and I just hang on it like Shaquille O'Neal and bring it down and break the backboard. Not having- are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Do you nah. know who I am? This is the Intertalk podcast dunking machine. And then I'll get a tattoo by by the Grimm brothers over there.
4: So if you don't, yeah. touch, the, if you don't touch the rim... Oh shit! Wait, I, get to pick, I, talk about that. I get to pick your tattoo. <laughs> oh,
2: we're here for you, and, then and I get the
4: host. <laughs> the
3: podcast.
2: That sounds like fun. You know,
1: I we're here for fair. you. I think that's fair. Y'all, oh, y'all heard it here
3: first. Yeah, you, oh, you win, you lose. It. You come to you me
2: way. It. it sounds like fun. You know, when the Chiefs won the uh, Super Bowl, every single one of the Chiefs cheerleaders came in the tattoo shop and got L I V tattooed. Every last one of wow, them. Wow, that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> it was forty something all together.
0: Listen, I'm not against this bet. I'm really betting on my, do I, can I prepare for like a few weeks? No,
2: so no. We're, no we're we're down I, can, I can't do, do a I got
0: to stretch. Give me like, how about, how about you six weeks? Six weeks. You need six 15 weeks. minutes to stretch. No, 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 no. We can make a thing out. We'll make some content. We'll podcast. Week, six weeks.
2: I'll, I'm down. One I'll, one I'll day, I'm do the tattoo. I'm negotiating. Tattoos. This is one, the one art one of
0: the deal. The is that what you that say, right orange now, weirdo
3: said?
2: I'll do the tattoo.
0: Right now? There's a basketball Not call. for a tattoo.
3: Right around here. For
0: sure. Three weeks. Give me three weeks for a tattoo bet on the rim.
4: Today, we, Monday, or either the bet's off.
0: I, oh. All right, I'm doing the tattoo. Is there a rim anywhere? We can find one. Uh, like, no face or neck tattoos. I, I would the, love to. I, get the pig. Today I would love I get the to. Pig. to. But I can't do that. We got okay, no, we gotta negotiate. to negotiate. It can't be your way of the highway. P- this is my body fuse. and my choice that I'm lit giving right. some of it to you. Like, I
2: put some restrictions in there, too. No ass tattoos, all right? So that, I'll give, I, I'm kind of hoping
0: for an ass tattoo. No, no, no,
2: no. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen for you. Not from me. Uh,
0: Wes. <laughs> no homo, but that's I've not gonna, got, a not got a great ass. I don't care. I'm not gonna do that. I got a great ass. I don't care. Well, Dave. <laughs> I'll, you know, well, I'll, I'll, I'll shave over it the years. for you. Regardless, well, he's I'll not wear, doing it. I'll wear. i wear a. I'll wear a piece of. Uh, I'll wear some shorts like these. I'll just cut a square. No, I learned something. It a won't lot. even be ass. It's just skin. Pretend it's I learned something over the years, and I learned it quick. Marky marks.
2: And I learned it that's early, sexy little and that's uh, asses and opinions all
0: stink. Sure, <laughs> not mine. I wax mine and throw some axe spray up so there. I'm not tattooing your so, ass. I'm so telling so you. So Monday. I'm you not can get up in there, ladies. Looking <laughs> uh, You're looking for a kind of rim job. job tonight. To to so I'm going for my so kind of rim job and for looking for another so kind. So Monday. For all of those listening out there, there's about 1,500 people out in the crowd right now. Oops. 1,200 <laughs> ladies are screaming at me right now. Thankfully, we're behind these uh, professional mics that cut out all the background noise. You should get mics that provide more shade. <laughs> you got a 10-gallon hat on, my man. How much oh, more man. shade do you need? It's not enough.
2: It's we're right. All in right. The so tell me here. about Pretty your tough. museum.
0: We've talked about a little bit of tattooing, but. I wouldn't think of a tattoo museum. Can you explain, like, what exactly does it mean? I'm not going to walk in there and see yeah. a bunch of dudes that are tatted up, right?
2: Well, it's a working tattoo shop, so it's all It's a museum
0: slash tattoo shop.
2: Uh, yeah, because we're bringing the culture. It, not only is it just the stuff we got, but it's the stuff we were taught.
3: And the stuff that we got is 100 years of tattoo history, yeah. all within one family that's been, that's been basically kept whole for that entire 100 years. I mean, it's been built upon. It's continually built upon. But, like, what we're doing... So
0: your store is basically... We're, we're preserving like a 100 that. years of tattoo culture yeah, wrapped and, and up and into one spot. That's really fucking And i got cool.
2: piles of Through actual family, stuff yeah. <laughs> that uh, goes along with it.
0: So your, great, your great-grandpa your great in the 1930s?
2: Great-grandpa was born in 1900.
0: But what, he was tattooing in the 30s? In
2: 1916, he opened his own tattoo shop in uh chicago he who, was was ta- who was getting who was getting
0: tattoos old. back then because before well, he, he that i would imagine it was like pirates and shit gangsters and sailors yeah gangsters and sailors gangsters and, and, and he sailor. uh w- wait wait, wait was, where was he he wasn't in kansas city then there's he was no in
2: chicago uh, sailors in and he city. tattooed uh, uh newsboys to get started paper boys
3: because he was a kid
2: because he was a paper boy 16 in chicago and he f- Finally, tattooed enough of them that he. I don't he know if you guys are
0: interested in this. I'm really fascinated by the tattoo culture. Like, how did yeah. the Western tattoo culture start with an ink and a and a gun? Like, how well, did y- that there's start? There's been like
2: several uh, renaissances for tattoo culture. In I mean, we country. all know about one the, of them like the was They ships. That do the ta- they they tap.
0: Suddenly, they, tap the wood they, they had a bunch guy.
2: of new. Technology that they could sail a ship all the way around the world. When they came up with that, then tattooing in the in Europe was. But as far as like
3: Western culture, Europeans
2: discovered it from sailing ships. They okay. got
3: going to Asia.
2: It was an advance of technology. So then later on, there was another advance in technology that was electricity. This allowed you to do 10 times the tattoos that you could do before. That lowered the price of tattoos way down so that common people could, could get them. do it quicker. That's where it started. And then the way it got spread around really good what kind of is the way there? you what used to get tattoos? a tattoo. It was you go to the circus because it's against the law in your town and everywhere else. Tattoos so were against the tattoo law? Tattoo artists went around with circuses and Wild West shows, started with Wild West shows. And so that they had a culture. They were all doing that and they were all doing it all over the place. And so they started sharing their culture with each other. All right, can you can I stop you? Wes, can I stop
0: You're a, you're a bulldog, my man. All right. What were the first tattoos then when they were using like going around that tattoo culture, the circuses the Polynesians first using tattooing the gun? It was like, I know, but no Captain no in Western Cook culture like these fr- to the Europeans. Oh I know, I know, you gotta let me go. You gotta let me finish the first Western type with a tattoo gun, these uh, outlaws and then the brand new with a gun and tattoo. What kind of tattoos were they? Was it an artist painting uh, a naked lady on a sailboat in an anchor or yes. was it words? Like what kind of shit was it and where was it coming from?
3: So it was all the same, same, same stuff that we're perpetuating today. I mean, for the most part, like all that imagery has been you know, through navies, through armies, through uh, circuses, it's been repeated for decades and generations. So, like, where it comes from, it'll come. Like, things will get added from. Give a different little things.
0: bit more on the Mike. These are tricky. Yeah, yeah. From there we go. So we'll add stuff. You pretend. Hello. You get up right here. Up I am, and right to make on out it. With it.
3: Oh yeah. There we go. Oh yeah, baby. Give me that tattoo story. <laughs> so. The way that it passes is through tattooers and tattoo culture. But everybody adds something. So a lot of the images you could trace back to, say, the Civil War. Like, one of the first uh, licensed tattoo shops that I understand was 1849 in New York. There's a guy named Martin Hildebrandt. Right? right? And so this is before electric tattooing. And he was tattooing sailors and criminals. And he was doing it by hand. <laughs> and it was expensive. You know, because to do a Completed, beautiful tattoo by hand takes a lot of time. So, really, believe it or not, and back in Europe, getting tattooed was like a, a aristocratic thing. You know, on a, on a lot of levels. That's a really big word for me. What does there that mean? Go.
0: A high Highfalutin High fluting? High People were getting tattoos. That was the thing.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. And so went from that to criminals, like almost instantly. Well, no, I mean like highfalutin criminals get tattoos. Oh, I well, got. Gotcha. you. Know?
0: Flo- they're flossing.
3: That's right. These are the big balls. Bo- these are the yeah, the flossers back in there. Look at this shit. A whole lot bum, of money bum, bum, and nowhere bum, to put bum, it. Bum,
0: bum, 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 bum. Yeah.
3: So that imagery, you know, Martin Hildebrand, for example, had that first tattoo shop, and again, from what I understand, he traveled with the Army of the Potomac, the Northern Army, down to Georgia. And he was tattooing everybody on both sides the whole way. So, as he's doing that, he's drawing off of drums, flags, things that are around. And I think a lot of that is a big part of the source of the imagery that we have today. And then, on top of that, when you include uh, electric tattooing, there's this influx of like advertising images and cartoons and like more common man type stuff because. You had more people coming in to get tattooed, and like the art that we make is always reflective of the people that are coming to get them. You know, so like that's how it gets carried on and added too. Because when you learn to tattoo as a part of the culture, you also inherit the imagery that comes with that culture, and then you're also adding to it as well. Do you try to influence the culture
0: in any way when like a new person comes in and they're looking for like their first or second tattoo? They're like, I want a tattoo, I want it now, uh, I want that. And they pick something off the, the flash, the wall. Yeah. Is there any kind of like, are you sure you want that? Or maybe maybe you want to think about it or do something a little bit different? Or are you just like, this is what this dude wants, if I'm doing in, it, I ain't arguing or, or anything.
3: I tell you, if you pick it off our wall, like I'll be more than happy to do it anywhere you want
0: it, anytime.
3: It's
2: likely he's going to draw it right on you.
3: Yeah. Um, Ooh, I like that. Because like that's that. like like what you were saying earlier about like us versus like a, a appointment based tattoo uh, program is like if I book myself out for a year. Right. I'm booking myself two tattoos a day. If I'm just in there slinging tattoos like a maniac, I'm doing like 15 tattoos a day every day. Just
2: that's what great grandpa brought to us. That's what we're doing.
0: Wow. DJ <laughs> Nash, you got any tats?
1: I have one small ankle tattoo. Oh, what do we that got here? Says, oh, I see it
0: below the sock. She's hiding it. Oh.
1: It says my birth year. 98. Oh my gosh. In case I ever I forget. Yeah, in case I ever forget. Um, but it was actually free. I was DJing at an event, and they had a raffle. And whoever won, they had a tattoo artist on site. And so I happened to win the raffle. <laughs> and the tattoo artist actually stuck around because I was fighting it. I was like, I was scared of the needle. So I said, I can't do that. I'm, I'm working right now. I'm DJing. He's like, I'll stay till the end. I was like, okay.
0: He's not letting you out of it. The great thing about the tattoo gun is if you are afraid of needles, it's a, it's a it, it covers it up. It's just like this weird looking contraption. It doesn't really look like a needle that you're trying to shoot something with. You know, that's the kind yeah, of needle yeah, I'm
2: afraid of. Thomas Edison invented it, so.
0: Thomas Edison invented it. It's pretty it. basic. Maybe. Yeah. Or did he steal it? It's an electromagnet. That guy magnet. stole some
3: stuff. You know that.
2: Well, it's just an electromagnet, basically. It's really all it is.
3: Like a doorbell. Ding, 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 ding.
0: Yeah, it just turns itself off and on. That's how I fuck. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> like a doorbell. Ding, 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 ding. No? I don't have to now. No, Qu- t- <laughs> Quincy looked away. I said, no, I ain't playing You, you
2: guys got... You've shared that you have that (laughs) to share.
4: So, just so I'm clear, Monday,
3: (laughs) Duncan, here it comes.
4: You're you're grabbing the rim or getting the tattoo? Is that what I heard?
0: Not on the face or neck,
2: or the butt.
0: And then what happens when I get the rim? then you're, you're good to go. No, we had a bet. What was it? I, that I, is the bet. I had significantly amount I thought it
3: was best dunk. to drink. Between I've <laughs>
0: forgotten exactly what the bet was, but I'm sure it the was in my was favor. Either
2: you're, you're jumping up you and grab the rim
0: or you get shack.
2: tattooed. I'm tattooing well, you. Well, I'm smashed. not doing it. It's not. Yeah, and I get the host the,
0: the,
4: the next Neanderthal podcast. Okay, that's fine.
0: But what is it that I won? I'm going to have to. What do you win?
4: No, he it doesn't win anything because he called me out, and I was just. <laughs>
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's when I touch it. Well, I forgot what that I get. That's no, just right.
4: swing on it and break the backboard like Shaq is. What well, you no, said. I can't quite do that.
0: I was I was slightly exaggerating oh, okay. on that. On That's that, I, I can't break the rim. I'm 183 pounds. I just weighed okay, myself. Okay, I was just.
4: I was just checking. I, was just checking.
0: <laughs> I know I can at least tip it with a. I get three weeks, right? I'm growing these fingernails out. I'm actually going to go to the beauty shop and throw
2: is it three weeks? Mo- six inch. I'm throwing Monday. six inch
0: fingernails on here, and that's a part of the body. Can I get a witness? It's Saturday, mo- Sunday, Monday. Monday. You get three you days. It here. Three it's three days. days. Three I'm days. I'm going to do some power squats.
4: Can I ask a question though? Yeah, please. For real. Uh, honestly. So, so when it comes to tattooing, and you say that it is passed from yeah, a little you know, bit more up on there. Each each artist like kind of adds. So, at this point with that that imagery that's been passed down how do you you guys add your touch to it
3: well i mean you always add when you're doing tattoos you're you're responding to the clientele so like you're without trying adding to it i think when you try to add to it it's kind of like becomes super difficult because like you know you kind of have to work for tattoo not make tattoo work for you you know, like, you are serving it. It's not serving you. So adding to it is, is like, you know, has to be organic. And, and, and developments happen based on, like, situational things, you know. And then, then that's how we grow. And, and you, ch- you really
2: don't add. add. What, what you do is you, you uh, uh, develop the language of the tattoo. If, if you look, most of the tattoos, the, the, the lines, for instance, or c's s's and little straight lines. And so that's a language you learn how to put that together to make a tattoo. And the simplicity of it and perfecting that simplicity. It's so simple. You look at it. And it's, it's simple. It looks like anybody could do it. But that simplicity makes it extremely complicated, complex. Because you have to be exact when you're that simple, you know. So and, so it's a dance that you learn to do. With Cs, Ss, and little straight lines, it's like a dance. You, know, you learn how to do it and put it all together as neatly as you can.
3: It's a system. It's
0: a lot of how a lot of artistic like a things are like a real sensual it's like a dance. Like that, that when you, you figure out it. how to do it. Are there people that you will turn away? Like, what kind of person would come into your shop looking for a tattoo that you would actually turn away? Like, obligerant drunk, or uh, yeah, looking for something you just I can't, can't
2: sit next to you for 20 minutes. You can't get a tattoo. You know, so if you're something, whatever's wrong with you, I can't be that close to you for 20 minutes. You just don't qualify, whatever it is. And another thing that we're compelled by law to only do tattoos on clean, healthy skin. So if you come in and say, well, can you cover up my eczema with that tattoo? Like the answer is no.
3: Yeah, so if you're broke, probably not going to do a tattoo on you. How yep. do you get paid? Simple anyway? Is, are
0: you guys like, okay. is it just <laughs> cash only? Or can I come in there with a no, credit card? No, I got an ATM, ATM or machine.
3: Bitcoin? Or? Yeah, our ATM machine takes all kinds yeah. of plastic. It's <laughs> just straight
0: cash, homie.
2: Yeah, I got uh, advice How about you guys? for How all you guys small business paid? owners. You
0: get paid because you get contracted out, Quincy, I'm sure. You get paid over the table. These guys can I get... I get oh, got yeah, advice
2: yeah, for all right. small business owners. We no credit card services. Credit card service is going to cost you hundreds of bucks a month. Get a freaking ATM. They pay you hundreds of dollars a month. Huge difference getting paid 300 bucks instead of having to
0: pay 500 yeah,
3: that's, Huge. That's the only reason we don't take cards is they charge us.
0: Wes, do you have any children? No. So you don't have anyone to pass on? It's like yeah, i have already from...
2: passed it on to a lot of people. I'm passing it on today. I mean, as far as like
0: genes go, because you went from your grandfather, great grandfather, grandfather, no, and it no. went to you. This ain't about genes, man. Okay, I don't know. I mean, it seems it just as far as like it's the Grim culture. family. No, it's
2: I'm all pass, cultures like about bigger culture, than culture passing it on. Yeah. Wow. Because my great grandfather did it, my grandfather did it, and he brought me into it, and we're the only ones in the family that ever did it. In in the actual family, yeah, that's some and real I don't have any serious kids. culture. So like, what? Some real,
0: like it's, can't like we a got guild. some real tattoo culture in Kansas City. That's one of the great yeah. things about yeah, Kansas City. That's why City we got a museum. Overlooked. <laughs> it's overlooked. It's some of the amazing get, history that museum, we have. Yeah. Did, all right, here's a question: Did the tattoos follow the gangsters? Like like when yeah. the mob came here, like oh. did the tattoos follow them or like? No, well, the tattoos follow the, tattoo, the money, man. The fo- so, oh, well.
3: you know, it just is Where whatever that is, right? Like sailors, loggers, uh, gangsters, army, Nate, you know, Marines. You just anywhere the money's at. A bunch of people wandering the streets, looking to kill time. If people want
0: to go to the museum, but they're afraid of needles or they don't want a tattoo, but they just want to come check it out, what can they expect? How can they go there? Like what's kind of like the one oh one, like explain to my listeners right now, like and these people out here, how can they check out Grimm's Tattoo Museum? What's the best way to get like deep inside for like without getting tatted?
3: Yeah, I mean you could come by anytime we're open and we'll give you a tour. You know, like there's a lot of art to look at. We're processing a lot of stuff, so we're we're curating parts of the collection as we process and document and secure everything. So Anytime that we're open, you can come in and, without getting a tattoo, just come in and, and we'll talk you through what we have as we're setting it up, you know?
2: I'm there quite a bit, so I'm, I'm available most of the time to give you You a sit personal, down and rap and talk about to give how Bonnie personal and Clyde tour. got tatted by your... Yeah, yeah. yeah you Can you tell that
0: story that your, uh-huh. your grandfather tatted up Bonnie and Clyde?
2: Yeah, it was And great.
0: somebody, like... He tattooed was, Bonnie
2: and Clyde and he tattooed uh, Pretty Boy Floyd. Pretty Boy Floyd. He didn't know he tattooed Pretty Boy Floyd. At first, when he did it because Pretty Boy Floyd didn't call himself Pretty Boy Floyd. So what happened is later a federal marshal was moving him on a train. and They'd caught up him, and he asked if he'd take his shirt off because it was hot. So they allowed him to take his shirt off. And the marshal looked at his tattoo and said, where'd you get that beautiful tattoo? And Pretty Boy Floyd said, I got it from that joker Burt Grimm in St. Louis. So the federal marshal showed up at uh, the tattoo shop and told Burt the story. How he saw his tattoo and he wanted the same one. And, and he remembered exactly
0: what tattoo was. What, yeah, it's a, what a tattoo was that?
2: It's a World War One nurse's uh, face uh, in the middle of a rose.
0: Do you know why Pretty Boy Floyd uh, requested that that tattoo? What was the significance behind that? Did he just like it or was that? I there do
2: not because I'm pretty sure he wasn't in World War One, <laughs> And so I don't know what that meant to him. I
0: have no idea. She thought it was cool. He put yeah, on his shirt. So he takes cool. his shirt off, and yeah. some uh,
2: the federal marshal saw some
0: federal marshal saw it
2: and came back and said, "Hey, thing.
0: let me cop that real quick."
2: He came back to uh, that seems weird. Well, it, no, beca- here's the People, no because Quincy, here's the reason you know why. Especially back then. Am I wrong? Because here's the reason why. I'm saying? <laughs> like, Pretty well, boy like Floyd that. was a uh, 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 was a a uh, 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 celebrity, and it was probably the
0: most famous person that that marshal ever met. And so he, yeah. And he said, "This is what sets Pretty Boy Floyd apart is this dope tattoo. I want something that can do that." He, he wanted to
2: commemorate the part of his life that he hung out with a, a super celebrity, criminal.
0: Do you have any celebrities you've tattooed He was a part of history,
2: up. and he wanted to, bring. He wanted to touch that part. Of, he wanted to bring that part of the, the history to himself. Yeah.
0: Have you tattooed up any celebrities?
2: Yeah, I tattooed. Uh, Yo, I got a long list, man. Oh shit! That's funny. Well, yeah. I tattooed. Right us. Uh, I tattooed Liza Minnelli, and I, ta- never heard I of tattooed Forrest Whitaker. Both of those are uh, uh have uh. uh Tupac. What's the-
0: yeah, you I, did the Thug Life on Tupac. You heard it here no, first. I did everybody, they only no, Grim a no, did, I did Thug not. Life. On, I every, everybody, did not. everybody, come in here. Everybody minute, was walking I by. We got the story of how Tupac it. came in and got the Thug Life That's tattoo bullshit. on his stomach. I didn't,
2: didn't fuck. The say hate say that. you give that ruins just everything. And so when you say that crap, oh, come it ruins on. my credibility. Okay, I did not fucking say that. People know I'm joking. You're fucking ruining my credibility. It's just like fucking bullshit out there. You don't think that'd be great? I to be the, to the guy t-
0: Okay, what was it? But you don't get to put that in my mouth. I'm not putting. I'm just joking around, man. It's yeah, not for yeah. Real. It's not funny, man. It's fucking real shit. Nobody thinks it's real. They see the smile on like, my this face. This is they fucking hear real.
2: It. I'm real. I'm real too. I came up be- here to be real.
0: Well, that's what I'm doing. So too. yeah, like I tried Tupac, a but jokes. I didn't do
2: that. All that shit you're talking about, I didn't do that. I did what I did. Well, what did you do on him? I did that fifty niggas in the middle of his chest. Wow. Damn! In Kansas City? No, I did Hollywood. Damn! On Sunset, I was working across street from the Viper Room, right next door to the uh, Rainbow Whiskey, actually. Damn! Back in them days, it was fun because I was working in Hollywood. I go up the street to the, uh, just a few doors up to the uh, Rainbow Room, and hang out with Lemmy, and he was fucking hilarious. And I didn't know anything about Motorhead. And I didn't know that he owned the restaurant. I just thought he was a drunk that hung out there <laughs> that was just irresistible, fun, funny guy that would always come over and sit at your table with a big glass of whiskey. And I never understood a word that he said. But he was a fucking cool guy, and he considered me his friend. Because it was right there. You know, I ate lunch every day. So, yeah. I used to hang out with Lemmy. Whoa. Tattooed. Uh,
0: so why did you Tupac. go from, what brought you from <laughs> L.A. back to Kansas City? This, is, is this, this home? home? Was this home?
2: Yeah, they, the reason they brought me out to L.A. because a couple of bikers on that, uh, opened that tattoo shop on Sunset, and uh, they had the L.A. riots. Well, fucking L.A. was on fire, and they couldn't get nobody to work there. But these are bikers, and I've been working with bikers for years. And they're like, you know what? Let's call Wes Grimm. He'll come out and work. And I flew uh-huh. out to L.A. to work in Hollywood on Sunset, and L.A. was literally on fire. It was on fire.
0: What, the Rodney King riots, like back yeah, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went out there to tattoo during that time? Yeah, I flew Dude, into the what fire. what is wrong with sure you? That is, is some gangster <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's what
2: we street. do, man. I was, uh, that's
0: just the tattoo culture. We don't care. We can we can roll <laughs> in any hood, anywhere, tattoo up anybody. If all the money, my
2: gangster uh, biker dudes called me and said, man, this is a hot fucking spot. You ought to get out here. And I'm in Kansas City. I'm like, all right, let's try Hollywood. So I flew out to Hollywood. It was a lot of fun, yeah.
0: Was there any sketchy moments where you're like, shit, I made a mistake? I shouldn't be like, I got a gun pointed at my head? What am no, I well, doing I here? Well, I jumped like, in like- a
2: car with a Hells Angel, and we went up to visit some rock star up in the hills there. And the guy didn't want to let him in, and Hells Angels like, open this fucking door. This is a goddamn Hells Angels. And so we all went in this famous rock star's house, and I was like, Jesus Christ, when's the FBI get here in helicopters? <gasps> and we just broke <laughs> in this dude's house.
0: <laughs> dang dang DJ Ness give me some crazy story like that where you're going into some crazy <laughs> health angels kick into a, a silent DJ with all these gangsters they're like yo I know how we can get around this we're gonna have a silent DJ and then they get like a couple of the you know to get around the Rico act we're gonna we're gonna slip over here I'm and actually I talk to I'm movies. not a
1: silent DJ I'm just doing the silent disco tonight silent disco
0: <laughs> I meant silent disco I'm
1: a I'm a Open format, DJ. But just tonight's the silent one? 9 to 11, I'm doing it.
0: Yeah. Is tonight just the silent one? Yeah, you're, right, you're right. What's up? Just tonight is the silent one?
1: Just tonight. This is my first silent disco, so okay. I've never heard of the concept where you put on headphones and you just vibe by yourself, but I'm down with it. I fuck with it. What so. do you think
0: about it? I, I like it. I like the idea of it. Yeah,
1: you just look like a whole bunch of crazy people in the same room with headphones on and nobody's talking, nobody hears anything, so
0: I part. love it. I like the idea too, Like, and then and then, if you want to talk to somebody, you don't have to talk over some blaring music, you're like, oh I'm vibing with you, we're dancing, we got a good rhythm together.
1: You know what that reminds me of, have you guys seen the meme where um, people are dancing, professional dancers, but they cut out the music in the back, so all you hear is the foot, the feet squeaking, that's what it reminds me of.
0: Oh, I've never seen that. Is it? Does it make it look better or worse? Worse. It's, worse? it's
1: awkward, it's awkward. You don't hear the music. <laughs> You just hear that, okay? skit, and people are like, making moves and stuff.
0: I've seen that with, like, um, like a basketball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, a college <laughs> basketball game. I've seen that with, uh, The Big Bang Theory. Did you guys ever see that? Horrible show? Mm. Or any sitcom. Like, any sitcom, there's like, they'll t- put on YouTube, they'll take the laugh track out of it, and it is just like some of the most awkward. It's uh, not even dry, but it's just like they make these outlandish jokes.
1: Yeah, so that's gonna be silent disco tonight, folks. Come out. It's gonna be that awkward. I know no. that part's not awkward. <laughs> I think
0: that part's the great part. It's the shows that are awkward. I like that where you just put on your beats. Is it are you the only DJ or is it like three or four different DJs? And I can tune into the frequency that I'm like. is
1: There's like, just two DJs on the main stage, so we'll have two DJs from six, I believe, or five. The first DJ starts till 11 p.m.
0: DJ Ness, how can people get a hold of you, follow you? What is all of your your credentials out there? Uh,
1: my Instagram is at official. Pretty easy. Uh, that's mainly where I'm plugging in, where I'm at, all my shows every weekend. Um, and, yeah, you can see me around different bars, different places in Kansas City. So I'm mainly at Lotus in Westport every Saturday. Um, I do Casey Current matches. Our new our new all women soccer team, which is really really dope. Yeah, very cool. Um, so yeah, I'm basically all around. But DJ N S official.
0: Nice, uh, Quincy. How can people find you, you get, uh, if they want to follow you and see what's going on with all your stuff that you got going on? What's the best place for people?
4: Um, Instagram is at Crutchfield minus the vowels, so it's C R T C H F L D. Casey Night Market on Instagram. We all the updates for the next Casey Night Market are on there. So they can figure out about that if they want to apply to be vendors, the whole nine. Um, and then, if not, then they can also catch me. I have a CBD shop with some uh, business partners on Ooh. Grand. A couple doors down from Totally New Temptations right next to Kobe Q. <laughs> so they can come
0: catch me in there, too. Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, Grim Tattoo, what's the best way
3: to find both of you guys if they want to get a tattoo, walk in, social medias, all that stuff? So, to come see me, come to the museum Friday through Monday, 10 to 7, and that's 311 West 39th Street, Westport. Uh, Instagram would be Burke Grim Tattoo Museum. And as far as the shop, right around the corner, 3911 Broadway, Grim Tattoo. Walk ins, 12 to 12 every day.
2: 12 to 12. 12 every day of four. the week.
3: We're sick fuckers. We even work on Christmas.
0: Damn.
3: Yeah. They don't
0: require that.
3: Well, we got some great Kansas City people up
0: here. I thank you guys for doing this, Boulevardia. One last thing before we go: Does anybody have your introduction to Boulevard beer? Uh, we can go around the table if you have an introduction. If you like them, like, what is your introduction to Boulevard beer and the brand?
3: Ooh, uh, it's just kind of always been around since like I've been drinking. Do you remember
0: your first Boulevard and how you got, how There's you found no it? No and...
3: possible way I could ever remember. Really? That. No, like. Not at all. I mean, there's so many things, a lot of stuff, you know. They're good. They're good. They're I amazing. I like pale ale. That's my go-to. The
0: pale ale is your go-to. Wes, are you a Boulevard uh, beer drinker, or do you like the harder stuff, or just yeah, the Yeah, uh, I do seltzer? like
2: Boulevard beer, and my favorite Boulevard beer story is uh, I used to work in Hawaii in the wintertime.
0: This dude's been all around the world. Yeah, well, work
2: in Hawaii in the wintertime. It seemed like a good idea. In fact, I, when i go over to Hawaii, I'd, I'd get this weird feeling. I am over there to work the whole winter, and when I got to the airport, this weird feeling. It was unfamiliar. But after about the third year, I went over there. It started to be more and more familiar, this feeling that I would get. And uh, I felt smart. (laughs) I never felt like that before. Yeah, working in Hawaii. So I worked in the winter. And the coolest thing about uh, Boulevard Beer, man, you walk in a liquor store in Waikiki, and they got Boulevard Beer, man. It's like, that's home right there. Right. You want to see blues as hometown beer in your Hawaii liquor store or calling your girlfriend on the phone in Kansas City and hearing a goddamn
0: train whistle.
3: Damn. (laughs) There you go.
0: N- dj ness you got a boulevard uh story if you f-
1: so this is my first time trying Boulevard. Beer. oh this is your first yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah, you got the paloma yeah so like, i'm uh a i'm a tequila girl and this i would 100% suggest um i don't know how what's the percentage nine, but 9%. it's fire it's fire
0: yeah it's nine percent it's it's good it's a good paloma in a can quincy you got a boulevard story a drinker
4: I'm not really a beer drinker, um, but to plug another product, their Quirks are really nice.
0: Yeah. That's not beer, but it's Boulevard. Yeah. Their Quirks are great. Uh, I had their Quirk, and I got their Fling Paloma. I love a good Paloma. This ain't bad as far as pink drinks go. I'd give it a 6.7.1. Eh, 7.1. on the uh, pink drink scale. Neander Talk podcast, everybody. This was it. Bye.